Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hello, friends, switch leaders, youth pastors, parents who are also switch leaders, aunts and uncles who also serve in switch because you won't leave your nieces and nephews alone, and we love it. Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast. We're so glad you're here. My name's Josh Baldwin. I'm here with my great friend, Caitlin Caffrey. Caitlin, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm excited to be here with apparently the whole family. The in- it's literally the whole family. Some of you, you know who I missed? Grandma, Grandpa, <laughs> right? Mimi. Let's could, not age be... discriminate. Yeah, I everybody. just want everybody to know it could. I know that there's someone of all ages. It's great, and that's what makes Switch so wonderful. So you know, if we missed your part of the family, we apologize. Let us know, <laughs> and we'll be sure not to do anything about it. So I'm gonna set up Caitlin. <laughs> For what we're going into, as you can see in the title, this is a new series overview. So switch leaders always love this one because it does give us an opportunity to look ahead and go, okay, what's coming? What kind of content are we covering? What's the vision and the heart behind what's happening Mm -hmm. over the course of this next series, over the course of the next month? And it allows us to not just show up on a Wednesday night and be like, okay, this is what it is. But instead we get to know ahead of time. So looking forward to it. Caitlin, I'm going to hand it off to you. Cast your vision, change our lives. See if we can get some people saved on this podcast. Oh man. Well, what you need to know is that the gospel is the good news. No, okay. I'll stop. Mm, Um, Come on. (laughs) But this series, I'm really excited for Josh because throughout this series, we are going to be contrasting the wisdom of the world with the words of Jesus. We may or may not pit Jesus against Disney in this series, so buckle up, everybody. But what we know <laughs> is that, um, and what we're going to discover in this series, is that much of what we consider good advice from our culture actually goes directly against Jesus's good news. So now we're going to actually some people are about to get oh, saved, I can tell. Come on, I believe. So we're actually going to dive headlong into that apparent conflict and contrast and and dig it apart because it is really easy for all of us and especially our students with all of the influences that they have to pick up some pretty bad ideas about what life is going to look like when they start following Jesus. And the thing is that I know it's true for me is when I have a faulty expectation, no matter where that came from or how it got in place in my life, and then the person doesn't live up to said expectation or the thing doesn't work how I think or expect that it should, it is so easy to get disappointed. And so if we want to build resilient disciples of Jesus, what we want to do is, is start by helping them have the right expectations about what life with him is really going to be like. And, and so the messages in this series are going to take that vein. The first one is called, It's Not About You. The second one is called, It's Harder Than You Think. And the third one is, It's Better Than You Imagine. And that is what we want to teach our students throughout this series. So with that vision in place, I just want to tell you guys that the absolute best resource for you as a switch leader during this series 
is going to be that switch leader series guide. Everything that I say today is actually going to be in there written down so you can refer back to it throughout the series. And you can actually be ready week over week and know ahead of time what the message will be about, what the feel and the focus of the night will be. And there's also a special note to every middle school leader from James and to every high school leader from me for each week of this series. And and that note is just based on the content for that night and then the role that both him and I get to play in crafting the content and leading a small group. So we're trying to bring both of those worlds together for you and just leave a little piece of encouragement and advice. So all that being said- I love that so much. Yeah. I I love that you guys are doing that. I think that, and I think our leaders are going to be really, really encouraged by by hearing what it is that you have to say and by knowing that you have the perspective that they have because you really are serving in the roles and the capacities that they're serving in. And so you can kind of feel the, you can feel the the pain and then you can also (laughs) feel the joy and the challenges and the, you know, and the wins, the celebrations. Right. I, I think on behalf of everyone, I can say thank you so much for doing that. And I'm, I'm excited about them being able to have this month written out, you know, where they can really yes. look and prepare in their own time, like really prepare and read scripture on this and, and allow it to begin to sink into their hearts so that when they show up on a Wednesday, it's not sinking into their heart at the same time as sinking into the students, but they are, it's there. Like they've already processed this with God themselves and are able to show up with wisdom, you know, at hand. I also love that the first week is titled, It's Not About You. That should Uh be so well-received by teenagers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to love it. I'm sure they're going to love it. I actually, at first I started to say in this generation, and then I realized, no, there's never been a generation of teenagers that I'm aware (laughs) of that weren't about teenagers, right? Like, I mean, when you're that age, you're just like, yeah, the world does revolve around me, right? Like, it does, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, literally cognitively, the students that we get to minister to are just making that switch of like, oh, you know what? Maybe there are other people. (laughs) Yes. And they have feelings and they might (laughs) matter. (laughs) Listen, when I was in- We're going to capitalize on that. When I was, I'm just going to tell you the truth right now. When I was in seventh grade- the girls in my class had yet to develop the feelings that other people mattered, okay? Because they were very mean. They were mean to me. It made seventh grade a really rough year. Now, I'm, I'm just saying that because I needed to get it off my chest. I'm sure yeah. that there's some other people, you know. It's a safe place. Can, yeah, I, I felt like it was a safe place. I knew the people listening loved me or might switch family, and I felt like it was a safe place for me to let you guys know. Seventh grade hurt a lot, and it was an embarrassing season you know, on top of a hurtful one. Okay, we can move on now to switch content. I just had to get that out. Thank you. Thank you for your confession. We receive it. Absolutely. Just trying to be vulnerable here. And I'm just trying to really help everybody understand the need for vulnerability. What a leader. Um, Anyways, (laughs) so switch, switch series guide. We're big fans of it. And I love what you said, Josh. It's not so that we're not giving you a study guide because we want you to study this thing and memorize all the answers so that when your students ask whatever questions they're going to ask during the series, you have a handy-dandy cheat sheet in your back pocket. No, no, no. Actually, the intention of it 
is to give it to you in advance so you can do what Josh said and dive into it yourself. Wrestle through this stuff with Jesus and then be able to walk into Switch with some fresh wisdom, fresh insight, and fresh excitement about what God is already teaching you about these things. And and just for clarity, why wouldn't you, or like, is there a reason that you'd say vision behind why you wouldn't want to give them that handy dandy cheat sheet? Uh, why I wouldn't want to give them a handy dandy cheat sheet is right. because your role as a leader is not actually to answer every question that they have. In fact, we want Switch to be a place where students have to wrestle with some hard truths. And I think that's honestly what this series is, is going to be a lot of because so many of our students have bought into this cultural idea that in order to have a meaningful, fulfilling life, they need to follow their hearts, be true to themselves, and do whatever makes them happy. But what's so interesting about that is that Jesus actually said basically exactly the opposite. This is Luke 9, 23 to 25. Then he said to all of them, those are his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Because whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very selves? And so I read that and immediately there's tension, right? There's conflict because the world says, I'm supposed to be true to myself. But Jesus says, I have to deny myself. The, The world says that I need to do whatever makes me happy. But Jesus says, I need to take up my cross daily. And then lastly, the world says that if I want to be happy, I need to follow my heart wherever it leads me. But Jesus is inviting me to follow him wherever he leads. It's pretty it's, wild. It's, it's so good because it, you're ab- absolutely, what you're saying is absolutely right. That is what the, that is what the wisdom of our culture today tells students is what will result in the best scenario for them to have the best possible life. When in reality, what we know is Jesus was saying, be true to me, follow me, and do whatever it takes to be holy. It it, it had nothing to do about happy. And it doesn't mean that happiness won't exist in their lives. It just means that if they're living life in the pursuit of happiness, we know a lot of people who have tried that. And it never panned out. So right. we, we know that God has a different way. And I'm, I'm so excited for students during this series to get to experience that. I love that we're not, I love that we give guides for our leaders to, uh, not guides, but like we give them content for them to be able to look through and go, okay, this is kind of what's coming, but we're not giving all the answers because in truth, if we gave you all the answers we could think of, we, students would miss out on the wisdom that God is speaking to you. Like you'd just mm-hmm. be giving them our answer. Instead of giving them the answer that God spoke to you when you went to him beforehand about what was to come. And so I'm I'm excited about what comes out of it. Yeah, that's good. And we just learned in this previous series about the power of our stories. And I think the beautiful Mm -hmm. thing is, is when we get to share grace and truth with our students through the lens of the way that, that God has been working in our lives, there's so much power and relatability to that. 
So we would never want to hand you an answer sheet because then that robs you, just like Josh is saying, of the opportunity to speak into your students' lives out of your own experience in the truth and grace that God has given to you. Just to give you guys a preview of what week over week this is going to look like and how that how we're going to break down that scripture in this contrasting wisdom of the world versus words of Jesus in week one, we are going to be looking at the first part of that verse in Luke 9. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves. This is the message that's called, It's Not About You. And James is going to give us three reasons why being true to ourselves is terrible advice. So that's going to be an awesome message. Really looking forward to that. That one, again, is called It's Not About You. And then in week and, two. And yep, if I ahead. know anything about James, if I know anything about James, I know he has loads of terrible advice. So I'm Oh, gosh. Okay, you can, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You can continue. Okay, I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen and keep going. <laughs> but it did happen, and it's going to stay, and James oh. isn't going to know until he hears it. Everyone else is <laughs> laughing. It's going to be wonderful. Whatever you say. <laughs> um, okay, week two. This message is called, It's Harder Than You Think. This is going to be a live speak from your youth pastor or your AYP. And this is the piece where Jesus is challenging us to take up our cross daily. But just about every single song that I listen to on Spotify says, I'm just supposed to do what makes me happy. (laughs) So we are going to be exploring the question which one of these ways of living actually leads to a purposeful, satisfying life. And I'm really, really excited about that. Really excited to hear a story. Josh, thankfully, you're my youth pastor, so I get to hear probably bits and pieces of your story and how you have counted the cost and found that following Jesus is really worth it. So I'm really looking forward to that week. And then in the third week... We are going to, this is this is really when that pitting Jesus against Disney piece is going to happen <laughs> because Gavin is going to be pressing into this idea that while every Disney movie is telling young people to follow their hearts, Jesus is telling his young disciples, you got to follow me. And actually that kind of life, the life of following Jesus wherever he leads is actually the one that's better than I can even imagine. So we are going, that's what weeks one, two, and three are going to look like. And then week four is going to be a special week. We are not meeting in real life, but we will have a cool message that is going to play online on YouTube only. And this message is we're going to bring back all of the communicators who spoke during the series. So James, and then one of our youth pastors, Tyler, and then Gavin, and they are going to be doing a Q&A style message where basically they are answering the question, what is following Jesus really like? And they're going to pull from this verse and their personal experiences and talk us through times when they did this really well, and then maybe the times where they messed up and how Jesus has gotten led them back on the path all along the way, and what that journey has actually looked like. So that is the week-over-week breakdown of what this series is going to be, and I think it's going to be a game-changer, Josh. 
Man, I love what I'm hearing about this series. I bet everybody else is excited too. I feel like I feel like the volume of the follow your heart theme has been raised so high right now. It's just, mm. it's all that I feel like I see in television and in culture, social media, and it's what students are so much like it's like I'm seeing students feel this incredible false confidence that they mm-hmm. have figured it out and that all they need to do is follow themselves. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, like you're, you're believing the, the greatest lie. And so right. I, can't, I can't wait to hear what conversations come out of this. For those right. of you leaders listening, I think my encouragement is that this, man, there is so much potential in this series, especially just going into the message that is coming this, this coming Wednesday that is about, it's not, it's, it's not about you. Is that what it was? Correct. Yep. Yes. Will you guys, will everybody listening, do me a favor, get real prayed up, get really prayed up before this week and believe that students aren't going to respond by just shutting it out or by going, oh, I don't understand. Or even respond with this bubble of like, I hear what you're saying. I just don't understand it. But but be praying that God will allow this to penetrate their hearts. And that, and that like they really, as a result of what they're about to hear over the course of the next month, could completely change their perspective of kind of their life vision and the way that mm-hmm. they think they should be directed. And that they yeah. recognize that the world is never going to include God in that direction. And if God isn't included, it's the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And so I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited. Caitlin, thank you. Thank you and James for all the hard work that you put into this and the youth pastors that I know are also speaking. I give James a really hard time. I obviously love James. That's yes. why I give him such a hard time. But I really am. I'm thankful. I know that our leaders are thankful as well. And for all of you leaders listening, guys, just I just ask that you'd pray as hard as you can and that you do it every day and that you do it for each student that's in your group or a student that you see that walks through the doors. Pick out a student by name each week and and pray for that kid throughout the week. Like pray yeah. for them by name. It doesn't have to be all of them. Pick one and pray for them by name and believe yep. in the absolute incredible power of prayer. Believe that when they show up next week, something radically different will be happening yep. in their lives. Um, I think, Josh, another incredible way that they can prepare is by starting to practice the spiritual discipline that we're going to be promoting in this series. And we did this last semester. Every series had a spiritual discipline that we Mm -hmm. introduced to our students. We did silence and solitude, scripture, memorization, prayer. And and in this series, I'm really excited because it's just so practical. We're going to teach our students about fasting and abstinence. Now, before you freak out, fasting is just giving up food for a certain period of time to make space to experience the presence of God. And then abstinence is, is just giving up something else. Maybe it's... TikTok. Maybe it's watching TV, but it's just giving up something else again to create more space to experience the presence of God and invite the Holy Spirit to come and to help us choose to say no to what we want in the moment so we can say yes to what we want even more, which is to become more like Jesus and to grow closer to God. So those are the spiritual disciplines that we are going to be practicing. And I would encourage every switch leader to pray through this, just like you're saying, 
and to model this for our students. There are a whole bunch of different ways and different things that you can choose to fast or abstain from during this time, but we're going to be guiding our students to do that throughout the course of this series. So a way that you can be ready is to go ahead and think and pray through what that fast or period of abstinence is going to look like for you and in in your life so that on night one in small groups, when they are challenged to, to go ahead and practice fasting and abstinence, you can come as an example for them and say, hey guys, for these next two weeks, I've decided that every Wednesday, I'm going to actually skip lunch and I'm going to be praying for you guys during my entire lunch hour. Or, hey, I am going to actually stop watching this TV show for the next three weeks and I'm going to use the time that I would have dedicated to watching my favorite show and I'm just going to spend a little extra time with God every single night. So whatever that example, whatever that looks like for you, that is another great way to be prepared. And that is also like fasting is this beautiful spiritual discipline that helps us say no to us and our desires so we can say yes to following Jesus. Absolutely. I hope that I hope that everybody right now is really jacked up. I hope that you are thinking about some students that you know, maybe some that you know that you're going, man, this is going to be something that just gets this kid to start taking a step in the right direction. And then some other students you know that you go, man, this student is already incredible. And this series is going to be an opportunity for them to start their stride. And so I can't Mm. wait to hear stories. Please tell us stories. When you have stories, we want to hear the stories that come out of these. Let your youth pastor know. We love you guys. We love you. You're our family. We love that we get to do youth ministry with you. We know that it is not easy. It can be really hard. We know that. And so we know you're making significant sacrifices to be a part of it. Thank you for doing that. And as always, thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Tomorrow.